Rise and shine. Uh, another episode of What's the Line Monday Morning Podcast. I'm your host this week, the meticulous Marquis. There's no Jordan. Uh, she's in New Orleans right now, probably still partying. Who that nation took down the Buccaneers, but we'll, we'll get to that uh, soon. Um, but yeah, I just want int- to introduce uh, the guys here today. Obviously, we know we got Mike Curry. Mike, how you doing today, guy? Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing great. Uh, it's good to be here. I'm definitely excited. I had a glorious Sunday, so I'm ready to talk and recap the day. Ah, glorious Sunday from Mike Curry. <laughs> we love to hear that. Uh, and then we got Soundman here, uh, you know, from um, our What's the Line uh, Thursday podcast, Tuesday stream. He's our guy, Soundman. How you feeling today? Uh, I'm feeling all right. I'll extend a good morning to the people uh, drinking my cup of Joe. Can't say I had a glorious Sunday like Mike did, but mine was pretty decent. It, it could have been glorious, but some people let me down. But, you know, a pretty, pretty decent Sunday for me. Could have been glorious. And uh, Soundman now, what is it, 6 and 1 Soundman special on the year? 6 and 1 on the year. Nothing too crazy. All right. And if you don't know, that's the uh, <laughs> nothing crazy. That's that's an outright underdog to win all plus money. So he's 6 and 1 on the year. We love to see that. Um, and then, you know, Halloween was this weekend, guys. Uh, I, I actually know what you both were for Halloween this year, but uh, if you guys don't mind telling me, Mike, what, what were you for Halloween this year? I was Spider-Man. Uh, it was actually a last-minute thing. I went to- A last-minute thing? That was a yeah, hell of a yeah. costume. Yeah, people, a lot of people said the same thing. I went went to Party City. Uh, they had, it was, I lit my three options were Spider-Man, um, Kevin, the Minion from the Minions, and Mickey Mouse. So I was like, I'm gonna just go with Spider Man. <laughs> I feel that. No, I love the costume. I was, I was looking like, damn, Mike did it big. All right, uh, <laughs> now, man, what, what were you this year uh, for Halloween? I was Fred Flintstone. You know, I was a Cartoon Network guy way back when. But you know, Fred was brought to the table for me and uh, pulled it off. So you know. Yeah, your costume was also out of this world. Uh, I, I I didn't do as much. I was just a Geek Squad guy. I had, like, the shirt, cadet shirt, and I had some glasses with some tape over it, um, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's what we were for Halloween. And now it's November 1st. Uh, let's recap last night's game. The Cowboys defeat the Minnesota Vikings 20-16 to in Minnesota. Uh, when is the outright dog uh, with backup quarterback Cooper Rush? Um, what I thought about the game was, um, it was just, I mean, it wasn't that exciting of a game. Let's keep it honest. Um, it was a lot of just, it was a low scoring game, 20 to 16, only 36 points scored. Um, I just thought that the Vikings, I don't know. They just didn't play like how we expect the Vikings to play. Um, they didn't run the ball enough with Dalvin Cook. Um, you know, he only had 18 rushes today for 78 yards. Um, they just seemed to like wanted to put it in Kirk Cousins' hands. He had 35 passing attempts. For only 184 yards, I just didn't like what they were doing. Um, the Cowboys, they just played into, you know, uh, just take the opportunities that was given to them. Um, we saw Ezekiel Elliott have a, a big play late um, to kind of like seal the game and make sure that they either got a touchdown or the field goal. Um, so that was a really big play by Zeke on third down. Um, Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb both go, go over 100 yards each. Uh, Amari added a touchdown. So Cooper Rush did his thing, over 300 passing yards, two touchdowns. Um, he did, uh, I think he did have a fumble as well as an interception, but, um, you know, they got the, they got it done. Backup quarterback, Cowboys now 7-0 against the spread <laughs> this season. So shout out to Dallas, Minnesota. Mike Zimmer is inf- infamously my bestie and a testy, but I don't like the way they played today. They're down 3-4 and four in a year, and this is a game that he needed to win 
and now seed is even hotter than uh the you know what they were talking about before. So uh, I don't know what this Minnesota team is going to look like going forward, but Dallas, great win. Mike, what'd you think? My thoughts on the Sunday night game was just wow. The Cowboys have covered yet another spread. This time they do it with their backup quarterback, Cooper Rush. I think the plan all along was to have him play, you know, towards the end of the week. He started to take the first team reps. I think the Cowboys knew that Dak wasn't going to play and they wanted to treat this, you know, for the long call. I mean, they're doing well. They were already five and one. Obviously, you don't want to jeopardize, you know, his long-term health, you know, for the duration of the season. So they elected to go with backup quarterback Cooper Rush. Um, full disclosure, I gave all Cowboys money line as a best bet on What's the Line podcast. But, you know, we dropped that on Thursday and I didn't play it until Sunday. I didn't play it because I was a little worried. I figured Dak wasn't going to play. And the longer I waited, the more value I got. So I did play. It didn't go as heavy. But, yeah, it can't. But, yeah, Cooper Rossi looked all right. You know, he didn't look, you know, super poised. But, you know, when it was time to make some plays, he was able to make some plays. Obviously, Ezekiel Elliott had a, you know, solid day on the ground, 50, 50 yards, you know. But they had a balanced attack still. And, you know, Amari Cooper had a big night as well as CeeDee Lamb. Both of those guys went over 100 yards. And... Oh no, the Vikings, man. I don't, I don't really know. I don't, I don't really know. I know Justin Jefferson did get hurt in the game, but yeah, I thought they should have been, you know, more prepared. But you know, Kirk Cousins on prime time, man. He he's just not that guy. So yeah, Cowboys went outright. They covered again. They are now six and zero against the spread this year. So no, seven and zero. I'm sorry, they're seven and zero against the spread. So yeah, they've been covering machines. They've been covering machines you know we all like the fade trend so so we're gonna fade that eventually but yeah cowboys went out right nice all right first game on the slate we want to talk about tampa bay new orleans uh new orleans gets the win 36 27 uh they cover the four point spread went out right as underdogs um james winston leaves the game but uh sean payton and the boys uh simeon was it uh simeon was the guy quarterback yeah trevor simeon uh, so Trevor Simeon, uh, you know, finished the job and they got the win. Mike, what'd you think of the game? Yeah, I was actually on the Saints as a part of our glorious day. It was in a uh, parlay and also some straight action, the plus four and the money line. I didn't expect that to really happen. I didn't expect Jameis Winston to go down and Trevor Simeon. I didn't even know he was on the Saints, but yeah, he came in and he looked, he looked all right. He looked all right, man. I like uh, what coach Sean Payton was able to call up. And uh, I like the like the way the Saints play defense, man. I believe somebody, I think it was Omatic Tom, man. He talked about in the chat that uh, the Buccaneers they just play undisciplined while they're in New Orleans. So that crowd definitely got to them. Uh, but I but I was really really impressed with the Saints, man. Because obviously you game plan with Jameis Winston the entire week. That's your guy. He goes down, and Trevor Simeon, like I said, I didn't even know he was on the Saints. So he came in and performed. And the defense stepped up and they won that game. So shout out to the Saints. Yeah. All right, Sal, man. What'd you what'd you think of the game? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a Brady guy. I wasn't wasn't uh the biggest fan of that game, but to Mike's point, um, I definitely was in the chat. And it's definitely something that stood out with these Bucks. Um, just them against the Saints. They just haven't fared well, and especially like like Mike said, in New Orleans, there's just something about it. Like that's the the 38-3 happened there. 
Um, it kind of was looking like that. Like Mike said, it was playing good defense. The Saints were. I mean, Brady did his thing, but you know, two uncharacteristic touchdowns. Uh, you know, the last second drive to kind of you know do the vintage Brady thing and turn into a interception. So uh, I didn't have too much for you know. Shout out to the Saints, uh, five and two. You know, whoopty bill. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it was an impressive win by the Saints defensively. They stood up. Um, you could have folded after Jameis got hurt, but they kept bringing it. Um, I, I thought it was a even the matchup. We all know the Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans matchup every every you know two times a year, but. Um, they both got there, you know, um, you know, got their stuff off. Mike Evans did score in a big play, but Marshawn owned most of the day. And uh, but I just want to, you know, point out there, Sean Payton, 41 and 20 against the spread in the month of October. Something about the uh, the spooky Halloween holidays or whatever that they get some right. So, um, yeah. So I thought that was a great game, though. Uh, so let's get into the next game. Um, Tennessee with the win over the Colts. Um, Tennessee wins 34-31. Uh, they win as a three. They win as a three-point underdog. Went outright. Uh, Tennessee was a sound man special this week. So, sound man, we'll start with you. What do you think of this game? Uh, the Titans beating the Colts. Um, so I would hope that all your listeners listening to uh, What's the Line by us, and I would hope that they would know that you always say that the Colts versus Titans is a weird game. First quarter is going on. Actually, it was the first half that was going on. I was just in the back of my head like, damn, this is the Salman special here, and this is what P always says, that the Titans and Colts is always in a weird game. So, I, you know, wasn't sweating too, too much early, and I was just like, you know, Titans did some Titans things and, you know, they got behind real early, spotted them 14, but, you know, they just kept fighting. Wasn't a Henry game. Um, good to see A.J. Brown finally have a game. But uh, <laughs> these Titans, man, um, I, I think what I'm saying, I did pick them to come out to AFC, them and the Bills, but I don't think they've, like, improved on what their issues were, which is obviously their defense. It seems like they're always in these close games against teams they should be beating handily and they just don't so it's just like i don't know man they're six and two um obviously the offense is looking good besides the tanny turnovers and stuff but i mean i like the game i love watching the titans play but i don't know about these titans in the in the long run if their defense is just still going to be you know secondary in particular just atrocious giving up big plays big penalties that kept the colts alive so i mean they won outright for me uh so, you know, tighten up. But I don't know about him in the long run. <laughs> All right, Mike, what do you think of the game? Yeah, I love what Salman said about the Titans. It's just a long run. I'm, I'm kind of iffy on them. But I do want to point out that I was really, really happy about this game because I did bet on the Titans to win the division at the beginning of the year. And I also bet on the Colts win total under eight and a half at the beginning of the year. So that, that definitely made me happy seeing the Titans win. But, yeah, I was impressed overall. I mean, they went down 14 to nothing. Michael Pittman had two touchdowns right in the first quarter. But they fought back. And uh, once they got the overtime, I, I kind of thought they were done because the coach got the ball first. But, I don't know, Carson Wentz, he was, he was kind of tripping today. But... <laughs> 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 he, he was tripping today. But, uh, yeah, shout out to the Titans. Like Samar said, A.J. Brown, he he had a good game. He he did some things that I I, I wanted to see, you know, more. But he obviously hasn't been, you know, fully healthy. But, yeah, shout out to the Titans. Yeah, uh, no, that, that was definitely funny as hell, Mike. Um, but, yeah, my, my thoughts on the game quickly – uh, Titans, you know, they, they do get it done. They pretty much 
sum up the division already. I mean, as long mm-hmm. as they, you know, don't like implode. But uh, Mike Vrabel is a head coach now, 10 and 6 against the spreads, a road dog. So, um, you know, that's starting to look in his favor. Um, I thought it was a good, I, I thought it was a com- good game, competitive. Um, I do not like watching these two. I don't know what it is about these this game specifically. Uh, but yeah, Colts started out with a big lead. Titans get the comeback win. Um, I mentioned on uh, Thursday's podcast that I thought um, A.J. Brown to score a touchdown would be a good prop. Um, he, yeah. did, he did do that. Um, and, you know, Derrick Henry did not score a touchdown. But the Colts have just only, you know, gave up two running back touchdowns this year. Uh, so um, receivers tend to, to go off and, and do their thing against this team. But um, so that's still something to look for uh, next week when, oh, I don't know, the Indianapolis plays the um, – the, the Jets next week. But, um, yeah, so uh, I thought it was a good game, competitive, good comeback win for the Titans. Um, you know, prove that they're, uh, you know, still a, a top AFC candidate. But, yeah, that defense is going to come back and haunt them. Uh, all right, so let's get into the rest of the league. Um, I guess, Sal, man, let's start with you. What did you think about some of the other games around the league that, that stood out to you? A couple games in particular – just um just two for me. Um I definitely was locked in on the Steelers Browns because I was a big believer of them uh on the road being underdogs because I'm a fan of dogs. Uh but they got the win outright. I was a fan of that. Um and the Lions, man. Like the Lions. <laughs> like, man, like they're just terrible, man. And and they gave they gave us so much hope on the other podcast on Thursday. They give us hope every week, man. And you just go out there and get destroyed yet again, 44-6. So it's just like, what's up with the Lions? Um, also, I want to say the Rams, they keep blowing people out as well. They're looking really well. And um, lastly, the Chargers, for me, they kind of kind of let me down today. Um, I did think that, you know, going into this season, a couple games into the season, that they're, you know, a pretty good team. I'm not going to say they're not a pretty good team, but, you know, this win, or excuse me, this loss at home coming off the bye doesn't look too good. You're 4-3 and three now, so luckily they're in their division that they're in now is kind of competitive, but they're still in it, so who knows. All right. Uh, Mike Curry, what do you think of uh, everything around the league this week? Anything in particular? Uh, what stood out to me was the Jets uh, beating the Bengals outright. Uh, they were 10-point dogs today. Or 11, I'm sorry. 11, yeah, and, 11 and a half. How could I forget? Well, that, that, that was impressive to me because uh, I, was, I was watching the Bengals and I, I was starting to think like, I was starting to like believe in them. But then I'm like, uh, maybe these dudes just ain't it. But I mean, I still think they're on the come up though. But uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see them losing the game. I thought the Jets would definitely cover, but I didn't, I didn't see them losing this game outright. Uh, I guess shout out to Mike White because he had like 400 yards, so he was pretty much balling. But that definitely stood out to me, and. Yeah, the uh, Lions, like Salman said, man, like we've been like every week. I feel like every week we've either been leaning with the Lions or just like, nah, we're going to stay away. But like, I feel like I've always leaned with them and they just got destroyed 44 to 6. Like, I didn't I didn't foresee the Eagles scoring 44 today. Um, but yeah, th- those is what stood out to me. And, and also shout out to the Steelers. So shout out to the Steelers, like you would say. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they went out right too. I know you had to lean with them. But yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, uh, good points are made. Um, well, I, I'll even go back. Well, I don't want to go too, but uh, the Thursday's night was fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to point that out yeah. real quick. That was uh, over the top. But um, 
I'll start off with me. I mean, I've been I've been knocking on this door all year. San Francisco. I mean, they were down in that game going into the fourth quarter, 17 to 16. They end up winning by 11 points, but this is not a San Francisco team uh, that was, you know, so good a few years ago. Um, but shout out to Elijah Mitchell. Uh, he got the touchdown today, plus 120. And then um, shout out to Debo Samuel, too, because he's just a dog. Yeah. Broke um, uh, Jerry Rice's record for the most receiving yards of 49ers in, in his uh, first seven games. So I just think that needs to be talking about. I mean, that's incredible. That's Jerry Rice. So he's doing incredible things there. Um, a rest around the league, though, the Jets, uh, you know, good win there. I, I definitely could, saw, could see it coming. I just I just can't bet on the Jets. Uh, but I should have probably sprinkled something on the money line. But now the Jets, uh, I mean, not the Jets, but the Bengals, 2-8 and eight against the spread after one underhead coach Zach Taylor. So, I mean, they don't do well in mm. those spots. And I think he will eventually be replaced, um, you know, probably not this season, but after next. Um, and the Jets now are 18-10-1 and 18, 10 and one against the spread home dog since 2017. Um, we, you touched on the Rams sound, man, but I don't know. The Rams didn't impress me too much. I mean, they did their things offensively uh, as they should, but defensively, they gave up 22 points. Davis Mills looked really comfortable in that second half or in that fourth quarter specifically. Uh, I know they were letting the breaks off, but that, that's just too many points to give up. Uh, but then, you know, Jacksonville, what are you doing? I mean, <laughs> bro, like, come on, bro. Yeah. I mean, I had a best bet on Seattle minus three. This week, and I didn't think it would be that sweet. I probably should have put a nickel on that. So, um, but yeah, Jacksonville just looks so bad. I don't know if Urban will be there next year. So uh, those are some of the things that I thought around the league. Um, all right. So let's get into this Monday night football matchup. New York Giants. The Giants. Uh, are at the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City right now, I'm seeing 10, 10 and a half. Let's say 10 uh, for my sake, at least. Uh, the total is 52. Um, yeah, New York Giants at Kansas City. Mike Curry, what do you think about this game? Yeah, um, it's, the Chiefs got embarrassed last week. So I think I expect them to, to at least start fast and I expect them to take take the anger out pretty much on the Giants, man. Uh, this is a banged up team and it's also... Uh, you know, a two and five team, uh, but I expect the Chiefs to at least put up numbers. Uh, if they don't, co- I mean, they may cover, but uh, I expect them to at least score about thirty-five points. But yeah, I just, I, I really like the Chiefs a lot, but I don't know. I, I definitely lean in Chiefs, you know, for the spread, but I don't know if they'll cover. But yeah, they should definitely respond. Um, after getting absolutely embarrassed last week, only scored three points. I don't. Is that the lowest amount of points scored since yeah. Mahomes has been starting? For so, sure. Yeah, that that's that's freaking wild. So, yeah, they definitely have to um, put forth a better effort. And, yeah, they probably smacked the Giants. But I lean with the Chiefs on the spread, though. Smack City, oh, my Curry. All right. <laughs> now, man, what do you think about this Monday night football matchup? <sighs> Don't like the game at all. I hate that I'm going to do this. I've been fading the Chiefs uh, spreads all year, but the Giants really suck. And like Mike said, they're banged up. Um, and like Mike said as well, Chiefs got embarrassed, uh, scored three points. Um, and the Chiefs just are 2-0 and against the NFC East at this point, both of those mm-hmm. games on a road. So it's just like, let's get the third one out the way at home at night. Let's get the crowd back into it. I think this is an easy win for them. Um, this should be a, probably a boring game and an easy win for the Chiefs. So I like, I like the Chiefs tomorrow night. All right. Yeah, for me, um, the spread is just too much with Kansas City. It opened at 13, down to 10 and a half. And um, for all of those that don't know out there, the New York Giants are under, I mean, with Daniel Jones, the quarterback, 
twelve and four against the spread as a road dog. Um, mm-hmm. so this is a spot that they uh, prevail in. Um, I don't really want to lay. It. I'm not going to lay it with Kansas City, but um, I don't know if I want to back the Giants in this spot either. But I, I, I probably will. Um, as I'm considering my best bet because I, I haven't come up with one yet, yet, guys. I'm going to fly with mine. But um, I guess as we start, as we get into best bets this week, I'll start with Jordan's, who, like I said, is in New Orleans this week and uh, still probably losing her mind. Her best bet is, and I've actually already played this myself, her best bets have been hitting some, man. I don't know if you know, but I've just been telling with her, and she's she's pretty new to this. But uh, she likes Daniel Jones, uh, at least two touchdowns, so over one and a half passing touchdowns. That is plus money right now, plus 114. You can get that. Uh, so that's her best bet this week. Mike Curry, what's yours? Yeah, my best bet this week. I'm actually Jordan's been doing good. I've been doing pretty well too, uh, six and two on the year. But uh, yeah, I want to keep it up, and I like the over 52 and a half in this game. Uh, if you think the Giants are going to put up points, I definitely think the Chiefs going to put up points too. So, uh, like I said, they got embarrassed last week. I expect them to at least put up 35 points. You know, the uh, Giants they could probably put up you know 17, 20. We cash our well, well twenty. We cash our over. So, I like I like the over in this game, um, just because the Chiefs' defense is clearly suspect. I know the Giants are banged up, but they still got a couple of receivers. So, uh, yeah, they should they should definitely put up some points because, yeah, the Chiefs' defense isn't pretty isn't good, and I expect the Chiefs to, you know, have a better effort than they showed last week. So, yeah, I like the over uh, fifty two and a half. All right, Sound Man, what's your best bet for this Monday night matchup? So. My best bet, and I'm very happy that I found this, is the second half total points of being over 24 and a half points. And I like this specifically because this goes back to the Chiefs playing the NFC East. Both times they played the Eagles and the Washington football team, the Chiefs put up 21 in the second half alone. So I'm thinking I'm following this trend again. Let's play another NFC East opponent, and let's possibly put up 21 in the second half on our own, and then all we need at this point is four points from, you know, the Giants. So, I like the over 24 and a half second half points. Once you told me to find the best bet for this game, I personally played it myself already, so I'm feeling pretty confident in it. I like that. Yeah, yeah. After, uh, like, week two, uh, I think I just I was like, I got to play all my money and I bet. What am I doing? And I waited too long for one of them. And I was like, come on, I got to get on it. So, all right, for this week, um, for my uh, – <laughs> I'm looking at the the actual spreads and shit now. But actually, for my Monday night football best bet, I'm going to go Daniel Jones. I'm going to take his over passing yards, over 249 passing yards. Um, I think he'll uh, cash that. That's minus, that's minus 114, the over right there. Um, so take advantage of that um, terrible Kansas City defense. And uh, he is getting some receivers back. Uh, Sterling Shepard will be back, as well as Kadarius, Kadarius Tony, And, uh, you know, uh, Slayton is still healthy. He played last week. So I'm going to take the over for Daniel Jones passing yards, over 249 and a half. I thought about uh, teasing the game, but I don't, I don't want to tease either team. So I'll, I'll get out of there on that. And, uh, yeah, that's the show. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week. 